You're listening to the A1 Algarve Real Estate Podcast, giving you insight and advice about every aspect of the sales and purchase of property in the Algarve. Did you always think about buying a second home or an investment to let in the Algarve, but you put it off because you're not feeling informed enough? Follow us and listen to real estate agents, lawyers, accountants, FX and investment specialists, builders, architects, interior designers, and many more for informed decisions around property in the Algarve. And here's your host, Agnieszka Kianka. Welcome back to our A1 Algarve Real Estate Podcast. Again, we will try to answer all the questions you send us about the non-habitual residents in Portugal. The Portuguese government does not promote this uh, enough, as now a lot of people are considering moving out of large cities in Europe post-COVID to more favorable climates and tax regimes. Portugal is seen as a happy and healthy place to live in, in a coastal country. So let's talk today about the non-habitual residents in Portugal. And we are having today a very intriguing guest who is specialized in this topic. So I'm very happy to introduce Dr. Barbara Berkeley Mesquita a lawyer and named partner of the law firm Limes and Berkeley in Quinta do Lago in the Central Algarve. Welcome, Barbara. Thank you for coming on. Hello. Thank you. And thank you for the invitation to participate in your podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself and your law firm? Uh, yes, sure. So I came to the Algarve while I was still in high school. Later, after I graduated from Lisbon Law University, I had my practice period in Lisbon and returned to the Algarve in 2002 and established my own practice uh, soon after that, uh, specializing in conveyancing. Recently, I co-founded Limas and Berkeley, as you mentioned, law firm, where we aim to provide a very tailored, customized service to our clients providing uh, legal assistance in conveyancing, real estate law, wills and successions, commercial labor and civil litigation. Mm, that's very interesting, the specializing, um, especially for our clients, wills. Um, that, could be of, uh, that could be another topic for the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we should think about it. <laughs> The Portuguese Non-Habitual Resident Program boosts Portugal to become the best retirement haven in Europe. Um, it is also quickly becoming a hotspot for the French, British, Germans and Scandinavian professionals looking to benefit from the reduced taxes and tax-free pensions regime that the program of offers. Um, let's check who this regime is for and why it is advantages. Who is the NHR regime for? The NHR regime is aimed for any citizen from the European Union or from a third state who wishes to become a resident in Portugal for fiscal purposes, benefiting from a very interesting tax regime on their income arising in Portugal or abroad. It's a very competitive regime aimed for highly qualified workers and pensioners. Um, it's important to clarify that the NHR regime is not a residence permit. Mm -hmm. 
It is a fiscal regime designed to attract these individuals. So that means also um, the British who are caught up with Brexit now, they can become um, they can become part of it. Yes, yes, as any other um, third uh, state, uh, um, other citizen from any other third state apart from European Union can mm. apply for this regime. Um, within the, the process, uh, it's advisable uh, to obtain a residence permit, mm -hmm. but to start the process and apply for the non-habitual regime uh, can be done even before the residence uh, permit is issued. So is the NHR uh, combinable with every kind of residence permit, like Golden Visa or the D2 or D7 Visa? Uh, the NHR regime not being a residence permit regarding citizens from uh, outside European Union or the economic European space will need to be combined with a residence permit. So one of these visas will uh, be necessary. Mm -hmm. Is an individual exempt from paying taxes if they are getting paid in another country? Um, Yes, there is a fundamental principle in fiscal law, which is the double taxation prohibition, meaning that the same income cannot be taxed twice in different uh, jurisdictions. So based on this principle, there are several international treaties uh, exchanged between countries where this is established, the mm -hmm. double taxation treaties. So, our regime for NHR lies in its relationship with double taxation treaties, generally choosing not to tax uh, income earned abroad. Mm -hmm. This means that the specific taxation will depend on the situation of each um, country and the double uh, taxation treaty applicable. What types of incomes are tax-free under the NHR status? Okay, so um, there is tax uh, exemption on several types of income arising abroad. Uh, you have uh, the income resulting from interests, dividends, royalties, rental income, as long as the source country is not within the blacklist of tax haven mm. territories and uh, as long as it's taxed in the source country. Income from employment and self-employment is exempt as long as it is effectively taxed in the source country and no restrictions apply in this case to income from work uh, with origin in the black uh, mm -hmm. list uh, heaven um, uh, countries. Uh, pensions used to be exempt, however this exemption at the moment is only valid for those who have requested the NHR regime uh, up until the 31st of March 2020, and in some cases up until today, oh, 31st okay. of March uh, 2021. Uh, so from now on, pensions are uh, taxed at a 10% rate. What types of uh, incomes are tax-free under the NHR status? Uh, so there is a tax exemption on several types of income arising abroad, resulting from interests, dividends, royalties, rental income, as long as the source country is not in the black list of tax haven territories and it's taxed 
at the in the source country mm-hmm. then income from employment or self employment is exempt as long as it is effectively taxed in the source country and pensions used to be exempt however this exemption at the moment is only valid for those who have requested the nhi uh, status up until the 31st of march 2020 mm-hmm. and in some cases if uh, you have fulfilled the conditions last during 2020 um it could also be requested up until today. I see. Okay. <laughs> um, is uh, what if I am an engineer who has uh, still some money on the stock market and is supposed to get some dividends? Can I mix this? Uh, there are different kinds of income. So the pension uh, will be taxed ten percent. The dividends, mm-hmm. if arising abroad, are exempt. Okay, so it's under the NHR regime. This is combinable, basically. Yes, it will always be considered what the type of income mm-hmm. and where it is generated. Okay, to apply the tax or to apply the exemption. And what if my income is paid in Portugal? If your income is paid in Portugal, depending on your profession or source of income, you can still be eligible for significant tax breaks. Mm-hmm. So, if your income is from employment or self-employment obtained in Portugal, will be taxed at a special tax rate of 20%, as long as it is considered as a high added value profession. Mm-hmm. So there is a list of professions that is quite extensive, but it includes, as an example, artists, architects, engineers, computer programmers, university teachers, uh, dentists, doctors, musicians, news agencies, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, other types of income will be taxed in Portugal according to the rates applicable to any residents here, which vary according to the level of income uh, obtained, mm-hmm. which uh, can be between 14 point, uh, 14.5% and uh, 53%, mm-hmm. depending on the level of income. Mm-hmm. Um, and when... Is an individual recognized as a tax resident in Portugal? So, uh, to be recognized as a tax resident, you need uh, to uh, stay in Portugal for more than 183 days, continuously or not, during a 12-month period, Mm -hmm. uh, or have a residential accommodation available in Portugal, Uh, in any day of that 12-month period that is used as the individual's habitual habitation. This can be done uh, by uh, purchasing your own property or by having a rental contract. Mm -hmm. What would the advantages of Portugal's non-habitual residency be? Um, Okay, so... Foreign income is largely exempt from taxation in Portugal, as we've seen. Employment employment income and income resulting from interests, dividends, royalties, rental income arising abroad may not be taxed in Portugal. 
a flat rate of 20% on employment or self-employment income generated in Portugal for high-valued added professions is also very, a very significant advantage instead of the potential 53% maximum rate that is applicable mm -hmm. usually. And then for the pensions, uh, they are now taxed on 10%, but there is the possibility of not paying this 10% in case the tax applied in the source country mm -hmm. being higher. So there are still several advantages. Good, good. So imagine um, one of our well, one of our listeners um, is a dentist. So he complies with um, the profession that is on the mm -hmm. list. Um, and he decides from today to tomorrow he would like to live in the sun of the Algarve. He would like to walk his dogs at the beach and, um, and enjoy our <laughs> lifestyle here. Um, how would he qualify for the NHR? Okay. So uh, he would have to uh, decide uh, whether he wishes to purchase a property or rent a property in order to stay here and mm -hmm. and uh, and be a, a resident for fiscal purposes. Um, uh, have his uh, his uh, working um, uh, contract or or self-employment organized so he has to have uh, the registration within within the tax department mm -hmm. within the tax department and the process really starts there mm -hmm. so he registers at the tax department uh, declares that he wants to be a fiscally resident here um, and uh, um, his his income generated in Portugal and uh, the NHR regime um, because he has an added uh, value profession mm -hmm. will be taxed uh, with this special 20% rate. So I can imagine that somebody who lives outside of Portugal in the moment doesn't speak Portuguese yet mm -hmm. um, and uh, wants to um, work here. However, they, um, they could feel very overwhelmed to do that by themselves I mean mm -hmm. it's it's a long way from here from from their country to mm -hmm. the finances here in in Portugal and all the um, bureaucratic situations that you have to overcome mm -hmm. um, can they just get in touch with you and you will do all the paperwork for them and then they can just move here and start working and buy their property or rent their property and live uh, well we can assist uh, the 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 individual and the client uh, to do the procedure for registration here but don't forget that to be uh, a resident um, for fiscal purposes there is still uh, the one of the two mm -hmm. requirements either the, the person is in Portugal for the period of 183 mm -hmm. days mm -hmm. or purchases a property or has a rental contract yeah. so Although we can assist a client from abroad in uh, to a large extent, mm -hmm. um, this regime has really been um, is aiming to have uh, the the foreigners mm -hmm. living here mm -hmm. and yeah. being investing here. So the first step would be the the person who wants to live here and to work here. They get in touch with us. 
uh, we um, invite them to come here. They choose the property they want to live in and then they see you at the same time to get everything sorted for their um, professional part. Yes, if the person already has an idea uh, that uh, wants to live here mm -hmm. um, and take advantage of all this regime and other the other advantages of living in Portugal, even if not uh, uh, the whole year, um, we can assist from, from that early stage and it's even best if we do assist from that early stage because... I didn't mention that before, but you mentioned the dentist. Mm -hmm. So if it's a dentist who wants to to do his uh, his profession here, uh, he will uh, need to be uh, also registered within our, uh, the association here. Mm -hmm. So there are other bureaucratic mm -hmm. things that can be mm -hmm. involved in the in the process. Um, but uh, are not uh, really just uh, now within the non-habitual residency. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so there is a lot of uh, framework around yes. it. Yeah, Could be. yeah. not always. No. There are situations that require more, mm -hmm. uh, more acts and more, more um, uh, procedures than others, mm -hmm. of course. Sure. The rules have changed lately regarding the uh, non-habitual residence regime. What precisely has changed? Okay, so due to some international pressure made on the Portuguese government to alter this regime, um, uh, which was extremely attractive to foreign pensioners, who could in many cases as a result of the double taxation treaty in place be exempt from paying any tax in the source country and in Portugal. Mm -hmm. The 2020 state budget introduced the 10% tax on pensions from abroad. So these pensions, uh, including payments from life insurance policies, pension funds, retirement saving plans, are now taxed at a flat uh, rate of uh, 10% mm -hmm. in Portugal, with the possibility of offsetting the taxes eventually paid in the country of source in Portugal. Mm -hmm. um, regarding other types of income obtained abroad, the only alteration has really been um, that in order to be exempt in Portugal, they need to be effectively taxed at the source country. And then the list of professions classified as um, high added value uh, has also been revised and it is now more restrictive, but it's still quite extensive. Mm -hmm. So I think that the major alteration have, has been on the pensions. Mm. And what, if, um, what does it mean to someone who is already a non-habitual resident? What do all these changes mean? Um, mm -hmm. Yes, well, these alterations do not apply to the ones who uh, were already a non-arbitral resident Good. up to the 1st of January 2020, and also to those who have requested the status up until um, the 31st of March 2020, with effects to 2019. 
So these will benefit from the previous regime of uh, NHR mm -hmm. until the end of the 10 uh, uh, years, which is the validity period. Although they can opt uh, at any time between the previous and the new regime. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the alterations generally will only apply to those requesting the, the NHR regime after the 31st of March 2020. Okay, well that, that's good for everybody who has already applied for it. Thank you so much for your professional expertise. Um, it's been really a great pleasure having you um, on air today. I think um, we've learned a lot of things, um, interesting things about the NHR. Is there anything else you would like to advise our listeners about uh, with regards to the Texas and Portugal mm -hmm. and uh, to NHR in yes. Portugal? Well, in uh, regarding the NHR uh, specifically, I would like to highlight the need to verify uh, with professional assistance uh, the, the fiscal regime of the country of source of your income mm -hmm. and verify that your income qualifies under the non-habitual resident regime. Mm -hmm. uh, regarding other advantages uh, besides the non-habitual residency uh, regime in Portugal, um, I would point out that uh, there is no wealth tax, no inheritance tax between spouses, descendants, and ascendants in first degree. Mm -hmm. um, and for citizens of countries outside uh, European Union or European economic space, Portugal has uh, the so-called Golden Visa Program, which allows investors from these countries to obtain a residence mm -hmm. permit um, subject to a number of requirements, which I think have already been explained <laughs> yeah. in uh, a previous podcast. Okay. Thank you so much again. Um, it's been a real, real pleasure. And Thank I you. hope it's we can do this again. <laughs> Thank you. We heard today about the non-habitual residence scheme in Portugal. A good solution to live in the sun and save taxes, whether as a retired person, or working in Portugal in one of the professions regarded as high added value. If you wish help with any of the said, please feel free to get in touch with us. Need the updated list of professions? We can send it over to you. Just let us know your email address. We want to share our knowledge with you and make your decision an informed one. So if you have any specific questions, please submit them, sending us an email to info at a1-algarve.com or use the contact form on our website a1-algarve.com. We will be happy to include your questions in our podcasts. The next podcast will be about private ownership versus corporate ownership. So I hope you will join us again. Thank you for listening today and stay tuned every second Tuesday. Stay safe and make it a great day. You've been listening to the A1 Algarve Real Estate Podcast. You'll now be one step closer to your second home in the Algarve. Reach out to us via email or comment on our website, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or LinkedIn. And check more information and our properties at www.a1-algarve.com. <laughs>